I may have worked on cargo plane jet engines while I served in the Air Force, but I was different from a lot of my fellow airmen. I wasn't a gearhead. I wasn't into cars. I actually drove a pretty crappy point A to point B car, and that distance, 90% of the time, was from the base dorms to the parking lot of where I worked. I did get into cars a little bit later, and part of my job helped because as a jet engine mechanic, I had to monitor the oil systems, refilling engine oil when it got low, checking for oil levels or leaks, checking oil filters for signs of debris. All that helped me get better at maintaining my car, but it also helped with learning more about how my body works. In jet engines, when oil doesn't flow regularly, all the moving parts, mechanical parts, get subject to seizure under high heat. Bad oil flow also allows debris and dirt to build up in these parts, and when that happens, it puts the plane and its passengers at risk because these parts could seize in the middle of flight or even blow up. So it's best to keep that oil flowing, and the same goes with our bodies. Now, I'm not saying that we need to be downing bottles of cooking oil before bed, but we do need to work on our circulation. It's not enough to just stay hydrated. You want to make sure that all your blood is flowing from the top of your head to the tips of your toes, not just during the day, but also while you sleep. And for those of you battling insomnia, it's possible that one of the things keeping you up at night is poor circulation. We're going to discuss three ways to improve your circulation and how it helps maximize the benefits of your sleep. You're going to hear the naked truth. So let's let that information flow about circulation in this episode of The Why Behind Your Z's. Welcome to the Why Behind Your Z's podcast, the show that helps you maximize your sleep one night at a time, brought to you by sleepyoudeserve.com. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Why Behind Your Z's. I am your host, Paul Bright, United States Air Force veteran and certified sleep science coach. As I said at the top, we're going to discuss how improving your circulation maximizes your sleep, and we're going to go over a few techniques on how to do it, and I'll give you some insight into my favorite technique. And now for a disclaimer. This podcast is intended to provide education and information related to sleep and sleep disorders. All advice and suggestions given in this podcast are based on my personal experience and education as a certified sleep science coach. If you have a mental health or medical condition or suspect you may have one that is disturbing your sleep, consult your doctor before engaging in any suggestions you hear on this show. So, in the context of circulation, I'm talking about your body's ability to pump blood to all parts. Not just some, but all. And there's a lot of roadway to do it. What I learned through my research is that we have 60,000 miles worth of veins in our bodies. That's a lot of roadway. 10.5 pints of blood need to flow through these 60,000 miles of veins to ensure that your body is getting 
all of the hydration, all of the nutrients, all of the growth hormones it needs to keep you alive. So how does this relate to sleep? For those of you who have my free guide already, you know most of the answer to that. If you don't already have it, check out my show notes and subscribe to my email sign-up list. Once you do that, you'll get the guide in your email immediately. You just have to add Sleep Coach Paul at sleepyoudeserve.com to your contacts. That way it doesn't stay in your spam box. In my sleep guide, I talk about a stage where your body releases human growth hormone to repair torn muscles, boost your immune system, and grow new cells to replace the dead ones. And at this point, your body is very catatonic from a previous stage. Other hormones are keeping your body cool and triggering this human growth hormone release. And ideally, this will happen a few times a night. With good circulation, everything gets all the things from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. Did you have a tough workout? Good circulation helps bring the amino acids and peptides to those damaged muscle fibers for repair and stronger build. Are you feeling extra cold in the day or some numbness in the extremities? Good circulation brings warm blood to them. Are you undergoing physical therapy and have to elevate a limb or adjust a body part so you can sleep better? Good circulation keeps the oxygen getting to those damaged areas. I am very, very familiar with this as a service-connected veteran, which means I have certain disabilities and challenges that I incurred during my military service. And a lot of times I have to elevate a limb or readjust how I position my back so I can have a better night's sleep. And having good circulation makes this a less painful affair. So now that you see the benefits of good circulation in your sleep, you can probably see the opposite. If you're sleeping six to eight hours at night, yet waking up for apparently no reason, this could be why. If you try to go to sleep at night but suffer from insomnia and its various aches and pains that are keeping you up or numbness in your limbs, consider your circulation. Now, like I said with a disclaimer, if you have major medical issues or believe that there are some medical conditions that are hampering your circulation, you might want to check with your doctor. Yet what I'm going to discuss with you next can still help you in some way, shape, or form to improve your circulation and maximize your restorative sleep. We'll continue after this break. Okay, so here is my short list of things that can help with circulation during sleep. These are what I put into practice on the regular, and there's probably a lot more out there. And in fact, I'm going to be talking to a few more experts to give you more strategies in future episodes. The first strategy involves sleepwear. Wear as little clothing to sleep. If any clothing to sleep. Well, if you have to wear something, make sure it's loose and thin. Because see, in those deep sleep periods, your body's core temperature needs to drop so they can trigger that human growth hormone release. So keep that clothing light, Keep it loose, or wear none at all. If you can do any of that, it almost guarantees that nothing will be too tight on the waist or arms and will keep your blood flowing as you're snoozing. Tight clothes during the day, it's not so much of a problem because you're still going to tug at them. You're awake enough to 
adjust and you're moving around getting some kind of circulation. But in deep sleep, you're supposed to be catatonic. So the more loose your clothing is at night, if any, the better the blood flow. And that is the naked truth I was referring to. Myofascial release is my favorite technique. This is something I work on a few times a week at night and sometimes just before bed. See, your body's muscle system is connected by fascia, which is a big tissue system. It's kind of like if you cook pork ribs or beef ribs and you see that big white fatty tissue on top of it connecting them all together. That's what fascia is pretty much for your own body. And when it gets stiff at certain pressure points, it starts to push down on your muscle tissues and inhibits circulation. So even if you're doing some good deep stretches for your major muscle groups, uh, those tight fascia points can still mess with that blood flow. There are various ways to release these tight myofascial spots, but my favorite way is with a massage gun. You see, it can give you those slow moving deep vibrations on those tough spots. And that for me creates that nice hurts good feeling. It's wonderful, especially once I'm done and I get a nice glass of water to help release some of those toxins. And it will take you a few attempts to truly enjoy the benefits. But for me, I sleep a whole lot better once I started using a nice massage gun. The third technique to improve your circulation, the final one I'll mention today, is walking. Walking is a great way to ensure you're getting circulation anytime, day or night. You can walk for 5 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever. A good walk helps you. Being upright and moving pushes that blood through those 60,000 miles of veins we were talking about. And as for deep sleep, whenever you can, try to get a nice walk around the block, maybe a couple hours before bed. That gives you time to get that circulation going and a chance to cool down before calling it a night. If you can't walk outside, stand up more indoors and walk around the house wherever you can. Shoot, even crawl if you have to. Walking can also help mitigate another risk factor for poor circulation, which is excess body fat. If this fat is forming plaques in your blood vessels, it can constrict the blood flow, and excess fat around the heart can push down on the arteries, restricting blood flow from the start. So why not go for a walk and kill two birds with one stone? Just like those jet engines and car engines, you're getting the most out of your body when you have good circulation during restorative sleep. Insomniacs dealing with random pains at night can benefit from circulation, helping those pains go away. Everyone benefits from waking up repaired and refreshed. When you improve your circulation, you'll be well on your way to the sleep you deserve. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Why Behind Your Z's. For more information and additional advice on how to help you get the sleep that you deserve, check the show notes for our email subscriber list. You can also visit our website, sleepyoudeserve.com.